Hello, Otsego Knights community, and welcome to the Roundtable Podcast. We are your hosts, Michael Lobringer and Mario Martinez-Lopez. Today, we are sitting down with Noel Crawford, Otsego Safety Director. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, good. Thanks yeah. for coming on to the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate you inviting me, and uh, it's kind of an interesting experience. I've never done this before, so mm-hmm. looking forward to it. To get us kicked off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am a Bowling Green native, uh, born and raised in BG, and went through Bowling Green School District and graduated from Bowling Green High School. Uh, From Bowling Green High School, I moved on to Bowling Green State University, where I was majoring in sociology with a focus on criminology. At that time, I kind of knew that uh, my career path was going to be some some type of law enforcement. I think at that time I thought I'm probably going to try and go some kind of a federal route like FBI mm-hmm. or something. That was kind of my goal. And once I got out of college, um, in my very first job, I didn't really have I really didn't have any um, prospects in the in the federal um, kind of you know positions there for mm-hmm. for law enforcement so I had a friend who just happened to be working in retail and what he was doing he was kind of kind of on the same path I was but what he was doing was um, he was working for a, a company that was essentially what we were doing is, is identifying and, and apprehending shoplifters so it was loss prevention gotcha. that's kind of where I started you know in that path for law enforcement but during that time, I was applying to places to um, get a job, and I applied. One of the places I applied for was Bowling Green Police Division. So in 1997, I was hired with Bowling Green Police Division as a, as a patrol officer. And um, at that time, I, I was not a certified police officer. So Bowling Green, what they do is they actually, once they hire you, they'll send you to the police academy. And I was sent to the Ohio State Highway Patrol Police Academy um, because Ohio State Highway Patrol, even though they actually do have their own academy for Ohio State Highway Patrolmen, they also run an academy for what's called a basic academy. And the basic academy is just essentially um, the the peace officer academy for all other people besides um, besides like State Highway Patrolmen. Gotcha. So I went down to that, and that was a 16 weeks. Um, what we did there was we would stay for a whole week. And then we would come back from Columbus on, because the Highway Patrol Academy is in Columbus, we'd come back from Columbus on a Friday night, and we'd have time on the weekend to see our family for a little bit, but then uh, come Monday morning real early, we'd have to drive right back down to Columbus, and we'd stay for another week, and that went for 16 weeks I did that. So I went through the academy there and passed the academy and uh, went on to a career with Bowling Green Police Department, and once I was kind of established at BG, I didn't really, um, kind of my idea of, of federal law enforcement, I kind of just, you know, um, kind of abandoned, abandoned that yeah. idea. Yeah. So I basically spent a 25-year career with Bowling Green City Police Department. And um, then in July of 2022, I retired after 25 years of service with them. So that's kind of my story. I'm, I'm also, I have mar- I'm married and I have two children, two girls that are both in high school, both at Bowling Green, Bowling Green School District right now. Uh, what does it mean to be a safety director? So being the safety director here, I guess what, 
some of what I do is I'm here to identify and address safety concerns and issues that might, you know, that, that might need addressed at the school. Um, that's, um, you know, kind of the, obviously the kind of the main thing that I'm, 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 here's another set of eyes trying to kind of, you know, and that's my sole purpose. My sole goal is just to kind of address safety and security for the schools. Um, I help run some of the safety drills whenever we have safety drills here that are required by the state. I help run the safety drills for the schools. Um, and, um, one of the things I have been doing is I've been assisting with trying to get, uh, safety grant funding for the school. So we've been working on that, getting safety grant funding for the school and um, working at, at um, you know, just kind of providing general kind of security and safety also just, you know, just the basic uh, kind of things to make sure that, um, that uh, those procedures are being followed. So if there was like a fight going on in school, would you kind of be on that case or is that more just like uh, administration. Yeah. So let's, t that's a good question. Um, so a fight in the school that of course, that would be something that I would probably at the, at that very moment when it's going on, mm -hmm. I could assist with, you know, making sure that things calm down and, and we don't, you know, that that gets broken up. Um, but as far as, um, the kind of the aftermath of that, that would probably go more for, um, the job description for like Deputy Garland, who might handle that, depending on how you know how severe that case was, or Mr. Fertig, um, he would handle the kind of the disciplinary end of that if there was um, if that's the route that it was going to go. Gotcha. So a typical work day, what does it look like for you? Um, so so a typical work day, um, I'm I'm performing just kind of random walkthroughs of the school, um, you know, checking on the security of the building checking the making sure that the doors and and everything stay locked during the school day and that we're not having you know any any doors getting propped and things like that making sure that uh you know everything just kind of stays closed up and locked um you know i i monitor, i help monitor the security cameras um and I, I will just address any issues that you know get brought to my attention a lot of times people will come up to me with things just you know, kind of randomly and say, Hey, I, this, you know, I noticed there's an issue here. I noticed there's an issue there and, and I will certainly do what, everything I can to address that issue. Um, another thing that I do kind of do is I work hand in hand with, again, like I think I said, we have a, I'm, we have a school resource officer who's actually, you know, a sheriff's deputy mm -hmm. and that's deputy Garland. So I work hand in hand with deputy Garland too. And him and I, um, you know, when I need some help with something, he helps me oftentimes, or when he needs help, um, you know, I'll help him. So, gotcha. So, I know that this has happened to other schools, not necessarily ours, like recently, but if there was, say, a, like a threat made towards Otsego, would you and Deputy Garland be like acting upon that, or would it be more like the police department and BG or something like that? Um, so, I think it would be to answer your question. It, it's kind of dependent on the the type of threat, and if it was something that was immediate, that was happening mm -hmm. immediately, then that's what Deputy Garland and I are here for, for sure, one hundred percent. If it's something that's that's happened, that was say it, it was a, an implied threat, or so maybe we just got a phone call, there was a mm -hmm. threat to the school. Certainly, Deputy Garland and I would also be working on that, but we would probably also at that point we'd be working in conjunction with the local law enforcement and and letting them know what's going on. And and at that point, you know, 
you could potentially see a higher police presence or something here at the building if, mm -hmm. if it was something severe enough. Gotcha. So when you were an officer, was it ever scary? Like, did you have dangerous encounters or stuff like that? So I, I did hear, I've heard this a few times, and I, I would say it's a little simplistic, but um, to describe police work, I've heard that police work can be hours of boredom mixed with minutes of sheer terror, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the reason that I think that, like I so said, again, it's kind of simplistic, but um, in a way there's some truth to it. Um, there's always scary moments that you have, you know, and I think what happens is as a police officer, oftentimes um, you have these kind of routine things that you're expected to do, which is um, patrol the, the city and do some of these proactive things, you know, run traffic enforcement and things like this, and that those are expectations that you're, you're supposed to do. And those are kind of the ones that you, you take on every day. Mm -hmm. But what happens is, you know, you might be in the middle of just doing your regular patrol duty and all of a sudden the radio goes off and you're being dispatched to something that's very serious and you know and it's like kind of the best way I can describe it is kind of when somebody gets startled right you're all of a sudden your heart rate goes up your adrenaline goes you're kind of on high alert and and you know as a police officer that the expectation is you're you're running somebody's calling because they need help and you're running to that scene you're running to that um, that situation where a lot of people are running away from it, you know. Mm. So, so that is kind of where it, that I guess you'd say those scary moments come in, you know. But that happens. I mean, in law enforcement, that does happen frequently, where you just all of a sudden you get a you get an emergency call just out of nowhere, you know, and you have to respond to it. So. Mm. How was the uh, adjustment here in Otsego? Uh, Oh, so the adjustment here for me has been great. I mean, as far as um, as far as the people here, everybody's been very welcoming. Um, everybody's been very helpful for me. Um, you know, any anything that uh, any questions that I need addressed or anything, everybody's been you know been very good to me. Um, I guess that coming from a law enforcement background, I've I kind of already had that experience of being able to to. Um, interact and talk to a lot of different people. So I feel like as that goes, I, I, I have that experience already of just feeling comfortable being able to talk to different people and, and, you know, being able to interact with people. So as far as that adjustment goes, it wasn't, that wasn't too difficult for me. Gotcha. Um, what sort of brought you to Atsiga? Because I know previously we had uh, Deputy Brian Ruxtell as our resource officer. Yes. But then um, Deputy Garland and you came along after he moved out of our district. Mm -hmm. So what what sort of brought you here? Um, I've always kind of said jokingly that um, the, the this safety director job kind of found me. I didn't necessarily find it. And uh, give you, I guess to give you a little background, what happened was... Um, once I retired from law enforcement, I kind of thought I I kind of thought you know it would just be relaxing for me to have a job outside, kind of um, just you know working outdoors and this. And I had a I do have a relative who owns a lawn and landscaping company in Bowling Green Crawford Lawn and Landscaping, and I thought you know I'll just um, I think I'll just you know mow lawns and do landscaping and I enjoy that kind of thing. So once I retired, I thought I'll do that. So. I actually did start working for him and 
I worked for him for from about July of 2022 until about July of 2023. But um, what happened was that in that time frame, I wasn't really looking for necessarily another job. But uh, my wife, who happens to work at the hospital, just kind of heard through word of mouth that Otsego was going to be posting a position for a safety director. And I wasn't exactly sure what that meant, but um, I thought, well, I'll, I'll look into it and kind of see what, you know, um, what that what that uh, job posting is all about. And I started looking on online. I looked on the Otsego website and I didn't see anything. And I watched for probably, I would say, maybe a week and a half to two weeks, just kind of periodically checking out Siegel website and never saw anything happen with it. So I thought, well, maybe they're just not, you know, maybe it's just something that, you know, was a rumor or maybe they just weren't mm-hmm. doing it. And um, so I, I quit looking. I thought, well, I'm just going to, you know, continue doing the, the lawn and landscaping stuff, which I was okay with. And... Then I, somebody by word of mouth again, somebody said, hey, have, did you know that job got posted? So I went back online and sure enough, the job was posted. So I looked at it and I thought, well, you know, um, the job description is a pretty good fit for, I guess, some of the training that I've had in the past through the, through, um, the police department. And so I thought, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and apply. I thought it was a pretty good, um, this seems like a pretty good, like I said, pretty good fit for me. So. Do you have any work outside of being Otsego's safety director? Um, so I will, I'm going to still continue in the summertime since obviously we don't have school in the summer. I'm going to continue in the summertime, I think, to to do the lawn and landscaping stuff just at, on a part-time basis because I, I still kind of enjoy that. That's just something being outside and working outside keeps me, kind of keeps me in shape, keeps me, you know, moving. And, and I get to be, like I said, I get to be outside. So So I think I'll continue doing that. Um, one of the other things that I do, and, and I don't, um, not as much as I, as I used to do as far as like, you know, being involved in law enforcement, but I'm still involved a little bit in the fact that I'm part of the Wood County Sheriff's Office Auxiliary. So being part of the auxiliary, um, what they do is they're kind of asked to help with special events and things like that when they need more deputies. And so as being part of that, I can still at times do a little bit of law enforcement work and I also still maintain my Ohio police officer training academy certificate. So, Um, I know you just said something about training, which kind of ties into the next uh, question. Is there any special training that you had to go through because you're working inside of a school building or maybe even just special training that you had to go through while you were still in the academy or something like that? Sure. Um, yeah, so I guess early on in my career, um, when the law enforcement in general saw a need to start having officers who were trained in responding to, to active threats in, say, schools and public buildings and things like that. And um, Bowling Green City also saw a need for that, and they... Um, I requested to go to a school where what in, in law enforcement we call it a train-the-trainer school. So essentially what you do is you're, you go and you are trained to be a trainer so that you can train other people then. So I was trained, um, I was went to this train-the-trainer class, I guess, um, for responding to active threats and things like that. And once I 
um, once I had done that class, I kind of felt like that was maybe that side of police work a little bit was a kind of a calling for me as far as um, maybe that would be a focus for of my career a little bit. So I started kind of focusing on that to the extent that I was asking at times, uh, you know, I would over the years, I would go to different courses on that. And what that did is that kind of snowballed for me into, um, I was one of the, I was a trainer and then a few other of the other people on the police department were also trainers. And we began actually training other law enforcement um, officers in the, in the, in our surrounding area and sometimes in, in actually other areas of the state on responding to active threats. So I, throughout my entire career, kind of maintained, um, maintained that as a focus for me is, is doing that. Gotcha. Um, what are challenges and benefits of being a safety director? Um, you know, I would say that, um, coming to, coming to a new environment, um, just kind of trying to learn what, how Otsego operates and just, you know, um, kind of figuring out where the need was, where, where was, where was I needed? Where, what do I need to address? What are the things that, that I can, um, you know, just first come in and, and really try and help to kind of, um, make sure that the security and safety things get addressed. And so, um, that was a, obviously a challenge, just coming into a new place and kind of learning how everything works and, and, and trying to make sure that I'm being helpful in addressing those needs that need to be addressed. Um, so, um, you know, just needing to prioritize kind of, you know, here's where we need to, here's, here are the things that we need to focus on right now. And then we can also um, look at, you know, all, continuing down the line to improve our, our security and safety. Um, this kind of, this question kind of just like popped up in my head. Um, is there anything that the students of Otsego could do to kind of help Otsego become a safer? I'm not saying that it's dangerous mm-hmm. at all, but um, mm-hmm. is there anything that the students could do to kind of help with uh, keeping up Otsego's safety? Um, well, sure. You know, some of the things, and I think sometimes um, they're just things that, that students just don't really think about or consider, but um, you know, some of the things are just simple things like, um, you know, if you're going to go outside for some reason and, you know, don't prop the door, don't put a stone in the door and prop the door open. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if, if you happen to notice that one of our doors is not closing, you know, or didn't you see the outside door didn't close, you know, go close it, you know, make sure that um, some of those simple things like that can just help with, you know, um, helping us just maintain security within inside the building. Um so, you know, that is, um, that is definitely one of the things I, I would say, you know, uh, would be, would be helpful. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I guess that would be. The main gist of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, reporting things and, and you mm-hmm. know, I mean, but I, I feel, I guess I feel like that those are kind of things that are done already. Like the students are, are pretty good about reporting things when they see things that are, seem like they're not, um, you know, they're, they're out of place or something like that. I feel like some of those things are already being done. And, and, um, you know, those are, it's good to see that students feel like comfortable that they can come in and, um, you know, say, Hey, I, you know, I've, I, I saw this and I think this doesn't seem right or whatever. 
And then, do you have any closing advice for our listeners? <clears throat> closing advice. Um, I think, I guess this, my closing advice would maybe come from more like a law enforcement perspective on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, if, if, you're, if you find yourself in an encounter with a police officer or you're stopped by the police, um, you know, just be, just be cooperative and, and courteous and you'll, that will go a long way. Um, it will go a long way in the whole interaction with the officer and you. And, um, you know, just try to, that doesn't mean that you're not going to, it doesn't mean you might not get in trouble or you might not get a ticket or whatever that the case might be or why you're being stopped. But, um, you know, it goes a long way in just kind of, um, you know, making that interaction, uh, you know, good and not, not getting, don't get agitated. Don't get, um, don't get upset, you know, because I also feel like there's so much negative, like connotations almost towards police officers. And I don't think that's necessary because you just have to be compliant and just be respectful, honestly. And I feel like, like you just said, if you still might get in trouble, but at least they'll respect you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, like I said, it actually does go a long way because really, I mean, the truth is that, um, you know, most most of us who are in law enforcement, we didn't really want to. I mean, we knew that part of the job was you might have to be, you know, it would, might there might be conflict. There might be um, things that, you know, you get into and to that kind of thing with people. But um, generally, it was our job was a heck of a lot easier and we would prefer not to have the conflict. You know, we'd prefer just to have a the, the nice, the good interactions. And I will say that, um, you know, generally, you know, we do see a lot of times that on the news or in the media, the bad interactions that happen. But I would say generally, you know, 90% of the time, uh, um, this is no kidding. I would, I would give somebody a speeding ticket and they would tell me, thank you, you know? And, um, so, so there are a lot of people out there that really do are very respectful and things, but that definitely made, made the job much easier, you know, and, and it was a, still a job. You still had to do that. You know, you still, it's not like you don't, we didn't take a lot of, you know, we didn't, to enjoy giving people tickets, but that was part of the job. And, that, and so um, when those interactions can be, you know, can be pleasant, it makes, makes things a lot easier. Gotcha. Well, thanks for stopping by and being on the show with us. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Roundtable Podcast. Special thanks go out to our digital producer, Owen Henderson, our technology director, Mr. Swartz, and our advisor, Ms. Krupp. Contact us at podcast at otsegonights.org if you have any questions or suggestions about our show. You can follow us on our social media. Our Twitter handle is OHS underscore roundtable. And our Instagram is the same thing, but undercase. You can subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Tell us how we're doing. And recommend this podcast to family and friends. See you.